sun I wouldn't trade it for nothing So when I die I want to come back As a country boy No, there ain't No better life If you ask me Welcome back to Team Talk ESPN Radio 1017 The Team and joining us now on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline is the head coach of the Lobo women's basketball team, Mike Bradbury. And first of all, coach, congratulations. Uh, your team with that win on Sunday uh, tied the all-time record for most wins in a season. And uh, you got to be really proud of that and proud of that for your players, coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that was something when we, we, we started this uh, postseason um, that we talked about a number that, that we were trying to get to. And um, yeah, I'm so excited for the kids. And, you know, we tell them stuff like that all the time. You know, when you get your name in the record books and, and, and it's up there, then that's stuff that, that can never be taken away from you. Absolutely not. And um, another thing that couldn't be taken away from you was just uh, that environment in that pit on Sunday. Uh, you know, every person in there obviously had to, to buy their own ticket. It wasn't part of a season ticket package. And, and people turned out. I don't know what they listed the attendance at, but uh, there was not only a great crowd, but an incredibly engaged crowd. Uh, you got to love seeing that. Absolutely. That crowd was was one of the best of the year, and um, you know we needed them obviously because uh, you know another game coming down to to the last couple possessions and um, they were amazing, um, you know. And um, unfortunately, we can't get round three in there, um, but um, uh, you know, really, really proud of the turnout for that game. Yeah, no doubt, and and I, you know, I can understand your regret for not being able to play that next game because it just seemed that you know from game one to two of the NIT uh, there was a, a significant jump in the attendance, and and my hunch, you know, with it being the Sweet Sixteen, uh, you would have not seen that again, and uh, that's all related to the uh, the uh, activities, the Ty Murray Invitational at the Pit, I guess, this week, Coach. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a rodeo or uh, something in there. And- um, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, uh, you can't play basketball in the pit during basketball season. And um, that's, that is, that's, you know, very disappointing and unfortunate. Well, um, you're on the road right now, and I appreciate it. You're literally in, a, in the middle of a layover. Um, you know, getting, I guess, to Corvallis, Oregon on three or four days' notice isn't the easiest thing in the world to do. And, and you guys are actually traveling in, in groups, right? Not, uh, not traveling as a team? That, yeah, we will not travel as a team. And, um, I've got a group that uh, left at 6.40 a.m. and um, we'll get in about 6 p.m. tonight, so about a 13-hour trip. Uh, we had a group leave at 6 a.m. Um, uh, on a different airline through a different route, and we've got another group that left uh, a little bit after uh, in, the, in the third wave, um, and they won't get in until much later than us. So be no practice today, um, you know, Hopefully, uh, what we were able to do yesterday at practice will prepare us because um, there's there's no more no more tune up before uh, we play tomorrow night. Yeah, a far cry, obviously, from 
the uh, opportunity to play the Sweet 16 game against a Pac-12 opponent in Oregon State um, at home would have been uh, really neat for the fan base. But you're on the road and you're facing a Pac-12 team. Uh, their record 16 and 13 overall, but that's kind of deceiving, Coach. I see. You know they've got wins against UCLA, USC. They beat Oregon, uh, and of course they've uh, kind of trounced their first two opponents in the NIT. So you're expecting uh, a fight out of the uh, Oregon State. Beavers, huh, Coach? Absolutely. Um, we're definitely looking forward to the opportunity. We're excited uh, to be playing. Um, uh, but, but yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a tall order, um, and, and I mean that in a couple of different ways. Um, you know, one, they're really good, but uh, you know they're going to start six foot, six one, six three, six three, six six as their five starters, and then they're going to bring six nine and six five in off the bench. So um, size is, is going to be an issue. Um, you know, uh, we think we've got a plan where we might be able to, to slow down their inside game. Um, you know, we worked really hard at that yesterday. Um, you know, and then on the flip side, they're going to have to come guard us. Yeah. So we're, we're hoping we can make some threes and, and you know, and it kind of negate their size. Yeah, and I guess, you know, I mean, you faced a, a bigger team uh, in the University of San Diego, but the way you're talking about Oregon State, this is this is a whole different level, and and that's what you what happens when you're playing against teams in the Power Five. I mean, again, they're in the Pac-12 conference, a, a ton of money in that you know in that conference that's spread out through all the different programs, and and this you know I know you've got 26 wins this season, Coach Bradbury, but uh, this 27th on the road, based on these circumstances, would be very sweet for you. It's got to be. Uh, it, it would be, um, and you know, and, and I'm telling you, we're going to give a big effort. Our kids are excited; they want to play. Um, we'll be ready to go. We'll, you know, we'll get some rest tonight, and and we'll go out there and give it our best effort. Um, you know, this bunch is ready to go. We're not ready to quit yet. Lobo Women's Basketball Coach Mike Bradbury with us on ESPN Radio 1017, the team that's an 8 o'clock p.m. tip-off local time uh, here in Albuquerque tomorrow night at Oregon State, the Sweet 16 of the Women's NIT. Coach, after the first win over Grand Canyon, you mentioned that because of the lack of familiarity, that creates some opportunities for offense. And I mean, just certainly looking at the way that your team's won its two games, Oregon State, it's it's lining up. But uh, for, you know, for the wins over Grand Canyon and San Diego, how specifically have you seen that play out where there have been uh, those opportunities? Uh, yeah, you've you've seen it in both games, and and I think that um, it's it's what makes postseason exciting too. Whether uh, regardless of the tournament that, you, that you're in, when you get to play some people that aren't as familiar, um, and it works both ways, but it, it makes for, in my opinion, a more exciting game that, that you can really game plan against because they just don't know know you as well as all the conference things. One of the things that's really stood out from the from both wins and, and certainly in some key moments against San Diego, the offensive rebounds for, for Shy and really for the whole team, and it's not just the traditional way. They're running down loose balls, obviously, you know, boxing out, getting in position for, for offensive rebounds. How big has that been in a, in, a, in a couple of close games, especially against San Diego when, when they tied the game late? Yeah, it's, it's been really big for us. And, you know, and, and again, probably not our strong suit, but we've rebounded the ball really good. Um, in, in these two games, um, especially for us, um, you know, I, I think Shy has been really active. Um, you know, she she's been a really good player. Um, she was big, especially in the first half the other day. Um, you know, At was really good in the second half. So our rebounding has has improved, I guess. Um, you know, in these last two games. 
You mentioned it in the post game, but uh, co- uh, but some key moments and you know sp- uh, uh, minutes from uh, from Anaya Ogman and a couple of key baskets from Kath. Is, is that the kind of thing that you're really just trying to look for that little advantage in, in a one game sample in a post game like that? You're really just trying to find, hey, what you know, we can find a couple minutes stretch here where we can exploit something, and that ends up being the difference in these games, Coach. Well, you know, Anaya played a lot in the first half, and it was due to uh, Tora being in foul trouble. Um, and and she made the most of it. She was outstanding. So she got even more minutes uh, than than normal. Um, Cat kind of the same thing. At was in foul trouble, um, and and we had to have somebody to play. And I thought she gave us really good minutes. Coach, uh, don't want to put the cart in front of the horse here because I know one hundred percent of your focus uh, is on this game tomorrow night against Oregon State, but. Uh, have, do you have any idea if somehow uh, you get through this game tomorrow night whether uh, the fans might see you back in Albuquerque for the next round? Any idea at all? Um, I got a pretty good idea, and, it, it, and I don't think they'll be able to see us. We, we're going to have to make it make it all the way to the end before we can play another home game. Okay, well, uh, we'll we'll keep our eye on that, you know, to to see what happens. But um, hopefully, if you can do that and get back to the final four, and it would be here in Albuquerque. Go ahead, Sam. Well, and, and actually, just along those lines, uh, Coach, I, I just did want to ask: Was there any talks, any possibility? I don't know how this gets coordinated if it's with the NIT or what, but was there any possibility of of moving this game with Oregon State so to try to have that opportunity to to be at the pit? Yeah, there there was talks about it, and, and um, you know, the NIT, as as I expected, was not interested in in playing in a backup gym. Um, you know, part of the lure is playing in the pit, and that's where we draw the most fans. So, um, yeah, that's just the way it worked out. Gotcha, because um, you know, I just checked the box scores on a few of those other games, including the Oregon State victory over Portland, coach, and um, the more fans were at your game than any of the other NIT games that I saw. Yeah, correct. We outdo everybody in both rounds. Okay. Um, you know, and that, that's that's uh, you know that's what makes this place special is our fans. Um, so hopefully we can get some arena availability um, in the future. Coach, all right, safe travels, and uh, like you said, I know your team's going to be ready tomorrow night, eight o'clock Mountain. We'll be watching, and thank you so much for joining us here on ESPN Radio one hundred one seven. The team, Coach Bradbury. All right, thanks, guys. You have a good day. All right, that's Coach Mike Bradbury joining us on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline. He's en route to Oregon State, Corvallis, Oregon, a quick turnaround for the Lobo women. And, man, he went, uh, talked about the size across the front line for Oregon State. I mean, uh, yeah, it's gonna. I'm going to be watching tomorrow night at 8 for sure, Sam, and see how they handle that. I mean, you know, he's talking 6'4", six, 6'6", six, 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 somewhere in there. I mean, yeah, San Diego had one player that I think was listed at, you know, somewhere around 6'6", six, six, uh, six, somewhere in that range, and, and she was a reserve that that played sparing minutes, so the Lobos didn't even have to go up against her that much. And again, that's just one player. Uh, you're talking about an entire starting five, but... We've seen, regardless of whatever the other team shows, whether it was in the Mountain West tournament or or in these first two games of the NIT, that's one of the things that got the Lobos here, and that's one of the things they're going to lean on is they don't is throw at us whatever you want, and we have an offense that we trust. Yeah, and they're not worried about being outscored. No, and you know if if there was ever a team where at the end of the game you look at the shooting percentages uh, to have an idea on on what the final score is. 
it's this global women's team right. because of their speed uh, and their ability to to run to certain spots and transition. They do get a lot of open shots, uh, and it, you know when they're not making them, it's like, man, you know, what are we doing here? But when they are making them, they get separations, and Sam. that's what you saw against against Grand Canyon. A little bit more shaky against San Diego, but really, I think at this point in the year with these one game scenarios. Even more than the three-point percentage, I mean, that's always going to have a huge factor with this team. But look at points in the paint as well, because that ended up being one of the the key separators when when they you know when it comes down to it. I mean, maybe not necessarily in that last four-minute stretch, but when San Diego goes on that 17-0 run to tie the game, you you look at that and then taking the whole 40-minute sample points in the paint is where they can find that little bit of an advantage that a team might not be ready for. All right. Well, again, thanks to Coach Bradbury for joining us on his travels to Corvallis, Oregon. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do the top five at 520. Sam Hauser's got that all teed up for us. You're listening to Team Talk, ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team.